Okay, good morning. This is Bruce Lovelace speaking, and um, this is my first attempt at a podcast, and um, I'm doing this partly because of a course I'm taking at the University of San Diego where I'm a, a caused me to think about uh, uh, how I think about things differently than I have in the past. Um, thought about how we know what we know as, as human beings and uh, build on it with some of the theory that I've uh, encountered in this human development, developmental psychology, adult development course uh, this semester at University of San Diego. So I hope that will be interesting to you. Just to give you a little more detail, uh, I'm, I'm going to start with a story about baseball and epistemology. It's a story I've been telling for about 20 years, and then I'm going to show hopefully how that story has changed partly because of how I see that story differently using some developmental psychology theories uh, some of which you may be familiar with uh, Jean Piaget is is one that I'm going to start with <clears throat> and then I'm going to move to to Robert Keegan and then uh, finally talk about a few other um, developmental psychology theorists that have applied the stage theories to leadership and leadership studies and that's the PhD program I'm currently a part of. So first of all, um, the story, the setup. Um, I'm currently in uh, San Diego, California as I mentioned at the University of San Diego. Morning time and I'm looking out at the beach uh, but I'm also wearing my San Diego Padres baseball cap. Um, there's several reasons for that. Part of it is to tell the story that I want to tell to set up this conversation. But also I think um, baseball caps kind of reflect me as a person in lots of ways. In fact I would call this baseball cap, this Padre baseball cap, and really baseball caps in general, I think I'd refer to them as my transitional object or my transitional objects being that thing that gives you great comfort um, I think the idea of, uh, of a transitional object could be attributed to several uh, developmental psychologists. Um, Winnicott comes to mind in particular, uh, as does Keegan. Uh, but, but those who think about developmental stages and uh, how development um, is, is part of growth for a human being, for a leader, for a child, depending on where you are on the developmental scale. And uh, the, the idea of a transitional object is helpful um, because I think as Winnicott would say, you use transitional objects to help you transition from one stage of development to another. They give you great comfort, especially in that turbulent period as you're transitioning, much like a, a child would have its favorite um, stuffed animal or teddy bear or blanket or some other object that they like to keep with them. It, it partly reflected they were going through some form of transition and for me the baseball cap is a reflection of that. So that's, uh, so that's why I'm wearing a baseball cap. But what do I really want to talk about? Well, yes I want to talk about baseball and yes I also want to talk about epistemology. And that's a pretty big word and um, I think I would probably be wondering about now what does baseball and epistemology have to do with each other? Um, so I'm going to tell a little bit of a story about baseball 
and epistemology. And actually, I think it's really more about epistemology through a story about baseball. And this is the story I've been telling for about 20 years now. Um, I like the word epistemology. Sounds like a sophisticated word. Not many people know what it means. Um, many people have never even heard of it. And, and I understand that completely. It's kind of a, kind of a PhD word, I think. Um, but it had uh, quite a bit of meaning to me when I first heard it because it connected well with the career and the life and the job I had um, in, a, in the military, uh, where I spent quite a bit of energy um, in that profession trying to th get inside the head of my boss or get inside the head of others to try and understand how they made meaning, how they knew what they knew, how they know what they know. And, and I think, to put it in the simplest terms, a lot of people um, are trying to size up their boss regularly. They're trying to think about how their boss thinks. They're trying to pr present information to their boss in a way that uh, is easily consumed by their boss, is clear to their boss. And, and one way you do that, I think, is you uh, try and get inside the head of your boss. And to do that, you have to to be able to think like they think, or at least have in some, some insight into that. And so I think the field of epistemology, which is um, you know, generally a field of, of studying the development of knowledge or uh, the origins of knowledge or how people know what they know, it's, it's the study of knowledge, right? It's the study of acquiring knowledge, and it's the study of how people acquire knowledge. So the story I like to tell about epistemology, to put it in terms that I can often grab because it's because uh, the sport of baseball is, is comfortable and familiar with me, is going to sound a bit like a joke. It's going to sound a bit like a, one of those jokes where three people walk into a bar and then the joke uh, proceeds and there's a punchline. Uh, unfortunately, my story doesn't really have a punchline, but, but I do think it's effective at understanding how people can view the same situation in different ways because they have a different epistemology. They have a different way of acquiring knowledge. So let me give you that story. Uh, and again, it's going to sound like a, it's going to sound like a joke, but there is no punchline. Although I think it's sort of funny. So three baseball umpires walk into a bar. Or after ordering beers, they strike up a conversation with the bartender who was a baseball fan and intrigued with having three baseball umpires at his bar at the same time. Now he wants to seize this opportunity and so he decides to ask each umpire, how do you call balls and strikes? And then a debate between the three umpires ensues. Each umpire then proceeds to try and answer that question, how do you call balls and strikes? And the first umpire replies, you know, that's simple. There's balls and there's strikes and I call them like I see them. And you know, that's a pretty common perspective for baseball traditionalists, for sure. I call them like I see them. In fact, that's probably the most common way of articulating how a baseball umpire calls balls and strikes. Listens to the first one and kind of says, you know, that's, that's, sim that's silly. In fact, it's, it's too simple and it's far too subjective. In my view, there's balls and there's strikes and I call them I call them the way they are. I call them the way they are. Now that's a different perspective than the first for sure. Third umpire chimes in and says, that's no better. Why not be realistic about this? 
There's balls and there's strikes, and they ain't nothing until I call them. Wow. Very different perspectives on the same basic problem of calling balls and strikes. How, how can that be, right? Um, how can one say, I call them like I see them, the second one say, I call them what they are, and the third one say, they aren't nothing until I call them. So, the bartender. How can that be? How can each have such a strikingly different way of calling balls and strikes? The first umpire claims he perceives the world as it exists, as each person sees it according to his or her subjective perception. I call them like I see them. The second umpire claims he interprets the world as it actually exists, objectively, independent of the mind of the knower and there to be discovered and interpreted. So he's much more objective. The first one is subjective, the second one is much more objective. So then what about the third one? The third one claims that we create the world through our own construction of it. Truth is not there to be discovered, it is for each of us to create for ourselves. Wow, that's a, that's a perspective I hadn't considered. He's gonna construct his own reality. First one is subjective, the second one much more objective, and the third one, wow, his subject-object balance is very different, and he's going to construct his own reality. In other words, if you put them together, I guess nothing exists until it's, it's perceived, interpreted, or created. But is it subjective, objective, or a social construction? So that's my baseball story. It's about baseball. It's about epistemology, a pretty big word. I think it basically means how we know what we know, or at least how we think we know what we know. It's the study of, of knowledge. It's the study of acquiring knowledge. Um, it's the development of knowing and the progression of subjectivity to objectivity to whatever developmental stage um, you end up at, or at least you can see from, and I think test them and provide information to them, and understanding the foundations of epistemology is important to that.